Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Would I kill my own baby to save a village? Would I go back in time and kill Hitler? Would I take the promotion at work with strings attached? Would I eat muffins for the rest of my life if it meant I didn't have to go to school? Would I have Satan's child? The Big Ones! Hi. Is that right? Oh, it's recording. <laughs> what do you mean, is that right? Hi. This is... Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Amanda. And this is The Big One. Big One. Each week we discuss new ethical questions ranging from historical decisions to relationship problems to brain-busting moral choices. Oh my god, I'm getting a call from Las Vegas, Nevada. <gasps> oh, yeah, answer Should it. Ans- answer it. Answer it. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Um, this is Mr. Robert. <laughs> Hello, this is Mr. Robert. I'm good. What is this call concerning? Uh, the reason why I'm calling you because a while back you expressed interest in clean energy investment. Is that still correct? Um, I'm sorry. I'm no longer interested in investing. <laughs> Okay, you have a great day. Thanks for calling. Who's <laughs> Mr. Robert? I guess my dad is named Robert. So I don't know. Sometimes, like when I used to be on their phone plan, mm-hmm. my I guess it was all under his name. So I don't yeah. know. Anyway, sometimes the questions can be confusing, but they're always fun to talk about because they force you to look deep, deep, deep with inside yourself. Well, you like what you see? Maria Vlasucci and Amanda Lund. That's right, guys. There's no damn guest today. It's just us just the girls we thought this would be a cool little experiment so you guys could hear what it's like when you're one of our patreon subscribers that (laughs) 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 that's exactly right so we thought you know what if you listen to an episode where we don't have a guest and you like it then maybe you want to consider subscribing to our patreon and you will subscribe to our patreon that's right you will enjoy our quality content you will rate and review us on itunes you will tell friends you will you must you will um and actually do i wonder if we have any new itunes reviews oh yeah we should check let me see real quick Okay, and guys, I do have to just call out the time change. We sprung forward. Did that mess you up at all? It made me fall back a little bit. No. That's not how that's supposed to work. When I spring forward, I fall back. Yeah, I will say it was a little bit disorienting. I didn't even know what was happening till the next day. I like woke up and I read on Twitter, like, hope everyone's changed their clocks. And I was like, oh. Yeah. Well, no one told me. You turning me up or down? Down. Oh, oh no. You're too loud. Okay, let me see. We do have some reviews. Wow, you guys, we're at 239 ratings. And um, that's we have five stars. That's great. Now, I'm trying to figure out how to oh, view in iTunes. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Ratings and reviews. Okay. Um, Patrick Fisackerly. No, that's oh. from. <laughs> hey, Patrick. <laughs> that's from a long okay, time that's from, ago. Okay, that's her. Um, when's that from? Okay, this one is from February twenty sixth. I don't think we've read this one. Oh, let's see. Okay, so here's one. It's five stars and there's a heart and it says, love these ladies. Okay. Okay. And then we have, um, 
I felt compelled to leave a five-star review. Really interesting show about weird moral dilemmas. I think we've read this one. Mm, there's no so one? this is great. This is showing you guys we need more reviews because the last time we read this, these were the same reviews that were up. And so no one out, no one's left new reviews. Mm-hmm. This is very telling. This is very. Well, here's one. Um, Princess Clark says the combination of Amanda and Maria makes me laugh out loud so hard sometimes that I've had to pause this podcast when I'm listening in my cubicle at work. Oh, that's um, great. Very cool. Shout out to your cubicle. That's great. Thank you. So anyway, <clears throat> we need more of those. We sure do. We just need stuff to read. I, I, I need more stuff to read. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys i think you know you know what you're doing you're catching us in a bit of um a downward spiral yeah well what is <laughs> going on with us anything i mean it's just last week was so weird i had a mild cold but there was just like i was living on another planet mm-hmm. no one was reaching out to me I wasn't reaching out to anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, I suddenly I feel like I've actually been quite busy. But last week it was like everything stopped mm-hmm. and there it was radio silence from everyone, um, I'm including gonna, my own family. I'm going to be honest. I have no recollection of anything before Thursday. <laughs> of when? What Thursday? Last week. I cannot tell you what I did. But you went to Disneyland. On Thursday. Oh, so I can remember Thursday and Friday and Saturday and Sunday, but I can't remember Monday through Wednesday. Because you were, I didn't really hear from you. So were were you up to anything interesting? No, no, no. So how were you filling your days? I'm trying to tell you that I don't know. All I know is I roasted a chicken. Uh Uh-huh. And I'm still eating it. I've been really into singing shows. I've been watching like American Idol and The Voice. Like old episodes? No, like tuning in. Like tuning in. Okay, but that's your evening. But what are you doing in the day? I don't know. I don't know. I I should be doing more, I think. Okay, because I was starting to worry that you had some other project you were working on. (laughs) No, no, I don't. There are things that I should be working on, ideas I do have, but I don't have anything that I'm doing. I'm not using my days in any way. Yeah, I know. I I had stuff I could do last week, too, but I just, um, I didn't, and it was okay because I did have a mild cold, so there were a couple of days when... Uh, I did just, you know, take it easy and get, get do the bare minimum mm-hmm. is basically what I was doing. But sometimes you have to just have a week like that and try and enjoy it. Yeah. Oh, I went on a, a great hike. That's nice. Um, yeah. Matt and I went to Eaton Canyon. And I mean, oh, what did you eat? <laughs> I ate a ton of Canyon. <laughs> After those rains, we've had some crazy rains. This is a hike across a roaring river. You get, you have to get your feet wet. So you have to walk, keep tra- traversing this river in order to get to this waterfall. I just imagine you wearing big flippers. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually really scary. I was wearing kind of like my hiking shoes. And at a certain point, I was trying to kind of jump from rock to rock, which, you know, is a great fear of mine, slippery rocks. <laughs> it is. But at a certain point, I said, I can't do this anymore. It's just not possible. I'm going to get what I call soakers. And so then I was just walking straight across the river. And at times, <laughs> oh my the um, water was almost up to my knees. Oh, my God. But this is just at Altadena. I mean, this is like 15 minutes from my house. Well, that sounds thrilling are you interested in this yeah that's thrilling to me i I, you know what i'd like to go see is that super bloom okay so where do we go to see the super bloom we gotta go to lake elsinore which is down by temecula okay okay i think it's like an hour without traffic okay i'd love to see that i know a couple of years ago there was a super bloom and i everyone was instagramming yeah it looks really nice and i would make a point not to instagram it oh me too i think it's way cooler not to instagram Mm -hmm. it to just go oh i went to lake elsinore last week and people would go what i'd go yeah i know you would you would have no idea and i saw some oh my god and you saw gorgeous um i saw the most gorgeous things that you'll never if you don't go you'll never see it 
Yeah, I I want to go and take pictures on my film camera. Yeah, we should plan we should plan a little day trip up there. That would be really fun. Before they all die. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see to that. Yeah. I got to come home with a car filled with cut flowers. <laughs> <laughs> we should have gone up there before your wedding and got all those poppies. Oh, I, I don't think it was a super bloom that year. Mm. No, that was a barren year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, so I, I, it's all been a blur. It's all been a blur. Uh, what else? I took that hike. I roasted the chicken. I gotta look at my calendar. See, this is what. See, this episode that you're listening to. I go. I know some of you guys are going. Ugh, turn it off. This isn't the structure I'm used to. But you know what, you guys? This is just us. But also, some people might like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they might. And then we will get to Maria. You did say you have a little big one. And we okay. also are going to do a big, big one. So it's not like this is all for naught. On Tuesday, I was in the car all day. I'm looking Why? at mine because I had a dentist appointment on the west side. I had a dentist appointment in Long Beach. On t- oh my god! Wait, wait, wait. Let me. That's see. weird. Um. Okay. And Monday, I did a podcast with Jen Zabrowski. I did her. We need to talk about Brittany. And then I went to Angela's. Okay, now it's coming back to me. Now, okay, so Monday and Tuesday, I was out during the day. I was driving around. Same with me Monday. I'm seeing here now that I had two auditions on Monday. That's right. I saw you on Monday. Remember at Angela's? At Angela's. Okay. So we saw each other Monday. Tuesday, I was gone the entire day. I had a dentist appointment. Wednesday, I think I didn't do anything. I think that's what maybe... Okay, now this is very interesting. Now, Wednesday, I did do a podcast recording in the middle of the afternoon for Erios. I, I sound engineered it at uh-huh. Leslie's house with um, the very lovely Natasha Legero. It's wonderful. So I did do that. And then um, that evening, I think I just watched some TV. Yeah. And then Thursday, I went to Disneyland Thursday for 90s night. Okay. And Thursday, I see here... This is the bad day. Thursday was the day that I worked so hard on this pilot audition and I had to drive to Santa Monica in traffic at 5 Mm -hmm. p.m. And um, it was not even on tape. It was just me and this notoriously mean casting director in a room. And I um, then I went and I took myself and I hung out at the Century City Mall. That's nice. Your old stomping ground. Yeah, I used to work at the Gulfstream there as a hostess. And I watched Captain Marvel. Wow. And that was my Friday. So I guess I did. That was Thursday. Oh, you're right. So then Friday, Friday, I took the whole day off. Um, Molly Hawk, I did. I went to the gym. Mm-hmm. Molly Hockey came over and we had lunch. And then I went on a hike. Okay. And that was a great day. That was the best day of my week. Okay. All right. Yeah, Friday, I think I got... Um... We went to go pick up our dog from the sitter, and then um, I got a McDonald's breakfast, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is really nice. Mm-hmm. And God, I don't, I just don't know. The other thing for me, why this week so far, and it's only Monday at like three, has been challenging, is because this weekend on Friday, I'm going to Palm Springs for my friend Lauren's bachelorette mm-hmm. party, and I'm want i'm really excited yeah and i'm just ready to go that's fun to have something to look forward to isn't it yes i've had something to look forward to i guess disney i did i was looking forward to disneyland very much but now i don't have much to look forward. well the super bloom yeah (laughs) okay so what's your little big one (laughs) so this happened not this time i went to disneyland but the uh, a couple months ago when i went to disneyland and i meant to bring it up on the podcast but i didn't and i just was reminded of it i was in line for the Incredicoaster. Have you ridden it? No. It's the new, it's the new California Screamin'. <gasps> I loved California Screamin'. Well, now it's the Incredicoaster and it's all Incredibles themed. Has the track changed? The tr- I don't, I never wrote it before. Oh. But I think it's the same track. Are you scared of Upside Down? I'd never ridden an Upside Down before until I did the Incredicoaster. Are you kidding? No. Wow. Okay, so what, tell me. So... It's really cool, though, because you start, you the, like, the sound effects are really cool. Anyway, we were in line for the Incredicoaster, and there was a woman in front of us with her daughter and grandson. 
and she had like a little chair like she was like it was it wasn't an electric chair it was like um uh, like a one that she could use as a a cane and a chair oh so like a, one of the, it's like a walker and a chair mm-hmm. kind of. yes i've seen this and we were standing behind them and then i didn't really notice anything and then the 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 daughter and the son went to go to the bathroom and so they went we'll be right back to the to the the mom to the grandma and when they left i saw the grandma had a piece of toilet paper hanging out from her pants oh no hanging out it wasn't even toilet paper it was like the seat cover hanging oh. out from her pants now in my mind i thought look I'm not going to say anything because this is something that her daughter will say when she comes back from the bathroom, hopefully. Yes. So I just kind of like let it because she was like sitting down. It was like not. It was like we were in line. I didn't say anything, right? Yeah. About five minutes in, the woman behind us. Oh, no. Goes to the woman. She goes, excuse me, you've got a little something on your pants and the woman turned around and she saw it and she was so embarrassed and she went she went oh my god she went oh my god thank she made this look that was like i am so embarrassed thank you so much and like she took it off and the girl behind me kept going like girl i got you like i got you girl like don't worry about it like i got you and i was standing there being like god i didn't have her like i didn't and so then even like five minutes after that she turns back to the girl and goes like thank you again and she goes girl don't worry about it i got you wow so my question is you know i'm someone who that embarrasses me to say something and i think to myself she's got people with her that should bring it up to her you know what i mean like her daughter and her grandson So I know I was in the wrong and not bringing it up, right? Well, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know. It's not, you're not in the wrong for not saying Mm -hmm. anything. I mean, I think that there are times when if you're the only person who can tell someone that if you don't, then you, it is actually not good. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I understand you were just waiting it out to wait and see. Yeah. I mean, but maybe the fact that you kind of feel bad about it. Well, I felt bad, really bad in the moment because this girl like was very just like, look, I'm going to tell this woman she has this thing that's embarrassing hanging out of her and that's going to be it. And then we'll all go on with her lives. And I think that's admirable. And I know that woman is inspiring. I know. And she kept going. I got you, girl. She, she went, don't worry about it. I got you. So do you, and what, you were there with your boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And so what were his thoughts? I don't think he saw it, maybe. Because he seems like the kind of person that would have definitely, like, tapped her and gone, you've got a little something. I know, but it's also weird coming from a guy. If I yeah. were her, I would not want to go. Well, it's not like she had, like, a pad stuck to her or something. I know, but still, it's more embarrassing coming from yeah. a guy. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I think... It, maybe next time do you think you would be that woman yeah yeah i mean i could be that i don't know if i'd ever be the i got you girl (laughs) (laughs) but you know it's just because i put myself in like what i want to know yeah yes i would yes i would but again i kind of wouldn't because i would feel embarrassed and then i'd have to stand in line with the people that just told me about it so you would rather find it on your own and then maybe or find it yourself. as I'm walking past someone. Someone walking past going, you've got this. Because then otherwise I'm standing in line with people who know that I made a boo-boo. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's always hard telling someone. I told someone um, yesterday they had something on their nose. What did they have? It was a booger. Who? <laughs> I'm not going to say. Wow. So and I just and they just went, oh, thanks and wiped it away. This is like super embarrassing though. This was like the protect. This was like. This was like a huge thing of protective paper hanging out of their pants. I mean, the woman is someone told her. So that's what's important. Yeah. I think you wish it would have been you. I wish the daughter would have come back and seen it as she walked up and gone, Mom, you've got something hanging off of here because that's the best case scenario. And that's what I was waiting for. I know. I mean, I understand your impulse for sure to want to wait. But I know I do. You know, it's not going to hurt anybody to just help 
help help a girl out i know and that was wonderful the way the woman handled that i got you girl she kept saying it like a don't even worry about it i got you girl wow how good that would totally make you feel so good yeah for someone to handle it like that so maybe we could just learn from this and just if you don't act like it's embarrassing you Uh uh-huh then it helps alleviate the embarrassment hey you've got let you play the woman i'm gonna play me okay okay Excuse me? Oh, you just, yes? You just have a little something hanging from your... What is it? <laughs> what is it? Oh it's my just God. a little. No, don't worry about oh it. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my-, my God. I cannot believe this. No, no, no. It's... <gasps> girl, don't even worry about it. That happened to me last week. I know how you feel. It did. Yes. I'm so embarrassed. No. Thank you so much. I got you, girl. Oh, thank you. See, if I say it happened to me last week, that's good. I don't know. That's a little <laughs> much. It just <laughs> happened to me. It happened to me an hour ago. That's a little much. But how did that make you feel that I was telling you that? Um, You were embarrassed. I was very embarrassed. Yeah, I was. I was. See, but I, I would have hated you. I would have hated. You wouldn't have hated me if I wouldn't have told you because you wouldn't have known me to hate me. I just wonder if that woman knew that you had seen and didn't say. It seemed a little it seemed a little bit like if no one else is going to tell this woman that I'm going to do it. And good for her. Yeah. Good for her. I got you, girl. What about when you're with someone and they're eating? You're like say out to dinner mm-hmm. and they have food on their face someplace it shouldn't be. And but they're you're eating still. How long do you wait? to let it work itself out you don't wait that long i think you just go hey you've got a little something even though people are eating and like foods on their lips yeah you're not supposed to have food on your face when you're eating okay okay (laughs) (laughs) okay okay that's not you should tell so because a couple times i've been with people at restaurants uh, specifically men with beards and not just matt matt i would i would just lean over and like lick it off but i can't do that to like people i don't know that well so I just wonder, sometimes men get stuff in their beards mm. and sometimes it finds its way into their mouth. Oh, God. How sick. That's really sick. I was, um, there was one instance where I was with someone about to go into a business meeting and like I had eaten a, like I do, eaten a packet of nuts on in the car ride over, <laughs> which is something I do a lot. I eat these little Trader Joe's packets of trail mix. Um mm. You know, it's just a healthy snack and mm-hmm. it is filling and, yeah. you know, I've gotten you into them. Yeah. Anyway, so I've they got it, craisins in them. Yeah. And, and actually recently they have doubled to tripled the craisin count and it's pissing me off. Oh, because you're getting too much sugar. It's too much sugar. And also craisins. It, you don't want a big chunk of craisins. That's no, gross. You just want a little bit. And I know what they're doing because um, the nuts are more expensive. I see you, Trader Joe's. I see you. <laughs> I got you, girl. Um, but anyway, so that's... I forget really what I was saying, but I, I do think there is well, maybe like a... there was a... What does that I have think to do there's with- like a 45-second grace period when someone's eating. Yeah, I think... Didn't I say something to you? Oh, no. I was saying that... So I was with someone about to go into a meeting, and then someone else told me that I had food in my teeth, and I was looking at my friend being like... Well, I said something to you here where you and you went, well, I'm still eating. (laughs) I said you have something in your teeth. You went, well, I'm still eating. Well, I do think if I'm literally like halfway through a sandwich and I have some lettuce in my teeth is there's no point in getting it out. There's literally just going to get more in. there. Okay, (laughs) good to know. Is that not fair? No, that's fair. It's what you want. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, whatever. Okay, should we do a big one? Should we should we do it? I say why not? Okay. Are you going to just email it to me? Why you just read it? Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> Grab it! I can't. All right. This is a big screen, big one. And this comes in from Adam Holtz. Okay. The year is 1954. You are a brilliant Japanese scientist with a mysterious past and an eye patch. 
You invent a weapon that destroys oxygen and water, somehow disintegrating any living thing in its radius. You test the oxygen destroyer in your laboratory and are horrified at the carnage it wreaks. You theorize that should this weapon fall into the wrong hands and be used on land, the results would be catastrophic. You keep your hellish invention a secret from all but one, your arranged marriage fiancé. <laughs> a short time later, the unimaginable happens. A gigantic monster, much larger than any animal in in history, emerges from the depths of the ocean and attacks a city. The behemoth is invulnerable to all conventional weaponry thrown at it. Missiles and bombs don't seem to affect or deter it. The beast is even immune to millions of volts of electrical current. In one night, the aberration completely destroys a city of six million people. The day after the monster's rampage, your betrothed comes to see you in your lab. He or she has brought her lover, a navy man slash woman, with her to talk to you triangle <laughs> they have shared the secret of your mega weapon they are convinced that the oxygen destroyer is the only way to kill the monster but to use it would mean unveiling the awesome new power a force more destructive than the hydrogen bomb upon the world you fear the the repercussions of your weapon would cause more death and misery than the titanic creature itself but the sailor tells you something that resonates with you you have your fear, which might become a rea reality. Then you have Godzilla, which is a reality. If the oxygen destroyer is to be used, it must only be used once. You will perish along with the monster, ensuring that your horrible and destructive weapon dies with you. Would you sacrifice yourself to save the world from Godzilla? Or would you keep the oxygen destroyer a secret and hope another method can be found to stop the monster? And this comes from the 1954 original film, Godzilla. Wow. So the, the scientists that we are, we're scientists... We're the scientist, and we created we created the oxygenator, which created Godzilla. Mm -mm. They're just coincidences. What created Godzilla? Um, God. <laughs> okay, so it's just we have this. Ba it's basically like a nuclear weapon. If you think about it like that, like, but that one line actually really resonated with me. Of like, you know, there's this threat of the oxygenator that it could be destructive if it gets into the wrong hands yeah but then you know there is this actual threat that's actually killing people is it okay to use something that is so dangerous everyone dies with the use of the oxygenator no it's just if it got into the wrong hands it's such a powerful weapon but you do have the option of sacrificing yourself. But how, what does that mean, sacrificing myself? I don't understand. So I have the oxygenator. There's this thing called Godzilla and it come, came out of the ocean. It's huge and nothing can stop it. Not electricity, not gunshots, not nothing. And so then I've got this thing that I created, the oxygenator. Yeah. And that's the one thing that could stop it. But if you, if the world hears about the oxygenator and that technology gets into the wrong hands, it could be used for evil. But there's only one oxygenator. It's no, no, no. It's like a technology. Like it's not just one thing. It's. Okay. And so then why am I sacrificed? So I'm killing myself with the oxygenator so that no one else can ever. Yeah. Why don't I just say it's not mine? what why don't i use the oxygenator but that's not your concern the concern is that once the oxygenator people hear about it someone could take it and use it for bad but it can only be used once no can i see that <laughs> <laughs> let me see it why don't you trust me i, I trust you. you i just the need oxygenator, to see it. it's think of it like a nuclear bomb okay it's it's like once it's out there people can use it like the technology <laughs> confused okay okay if it's used on land then the results be catastrophic catastrophic so you keep the invention a secret Big mistake telling the arranged marriage lover. I know. I know. Okay. They are. So then she brings her lover and she goes. They are convinced the oxygen destroyer is the only way to kill the monster. And then using it would 
unveil the awesome power of force more destructive than the hydrogen bomb upon the world your fear you fear reproductions of your weapon <laughs> it's reproductions <laughs> they did write re- reproductions oh no it is reproduction okay but my bad then you have which is a reality so if the oxygen destroyer is to be used only be used once you will perish along with the monster ensuring that you're horrible no no you're, you're not in no i you're think not gonna that save the not... world sacrifice yourself to save the world no because i i think that there's another way for the oxygenator to not get in the hands of anyone you you have to do it secret you have to use the oxygenator secretly underwater not on land underwater to kill godzilla and then no one knows everything then people go well how did godzilla die and you go drown but your fiance they know so what? She sounds like a bitch. Well, but that's, it's not so what? It doesn't matter if the fiance's a jerk or not. They are a jerk and they're going to tell people about the oxygenator. Why would she do that? I'm allowing her to be with this other guy that she's with. I don't know. You know, I have actually not seen the original Godzilla. I haven't either. But, you know, did you see Wonder Woman? Uh, half of it. Okay, so in the, well, spoiler alert, but in the end, the the, the hot guy... Mm-hmm. he sacrifices himself he flies into whatever he can fly <laughs> he, he didn't seem like he could fly but my recollection is he takes his plane oh and he somehow he dies to save the world and this is a big hero well, what does she do wouldn't she be she should be the one that dies well no she, she's a woman <laughs> <laughs> okay so there's a lot of movies where people sacrifice themselves i know i know there are but it just seems like there's another way and i'm trying to figure out the way you're looking for a loophole no it's not a loophole it's just i'm not there aren't only two options here hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, so I'm on. Now I've gone to um, whatculture.com and I'm looking at... 10 greatest sacrifices in film. So I've never seen Big Hero 6. This is a bunch of spoilers. So if yeah, you guys... Yeah, no, I, I've never seen Big Hero someone, 6. Um, someone sacrifices themselves. Oh my gosh. Guardians of the Galaxy. No, Gra- I didn't see that Okay, either. okay, fine. Okay, what about Game of Thrones, Hodor? No. You've never seen it? Oh my God, that's the best moment. Okay. Okay, in Bruges, I don't know about no. that. Okay, Inside Out. Yes, we've seen Inside Out. Okay. Bing Bong. Okay, yeah. So that's a Bing Bong. I mean, don't you want to be like Bing Bong and go down in history like how Bing Bong did? No, Bing Bong was weird. How about Obi-Wan Kenobi? No. (laughs) How about Boromir from The Fellowship of the Ring? No. Okay. Um, Okay, Independence Day. Uh, Russell. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah, I remember that. Uh, Terminator 2, T2. I don't uh, remember. I didn't see that, I don't think. Well, what would you do? I mean, it's just so hard. I'm like trying to actually put myself in the situation of the world is ending. Like millions and millions of people are dying at that point would i still feel like my life matters right but i wouldn't kill myself by because i'm using it i i would use it and then and then protect the it with my life the technology 
Right. Even knowing there's a really good chance. So I kind of see what you're saying. It's like you would use it, you would live. Uh And then if for some reason the technology leaked and someone was going to use it for evil purposes, then you'd deal with that situation. I'd make a deal probably with the government and I'd go, look, I have this technology that basically you can have, like not the government, but like someone trustworthy in power. I would make, but then again, why can't I just destroy, why do, why do I need to keep it around? Why can't I just destroy the technology? I think once it's out, it's out. Once you use it, if you're still alive, that technology is out there. It's going to be all over the news. It doesn't matter if it's, I would. So you're saying I don't the know world's why... going to end. I'm not going to kill myself because I create because I because this monster came out of this the sea and no no one else can kill it for some reason and the only thing that I have that the only thing that can kill it I had invented and I'm not killing myself for that you know I would maybe find someone who was um, near death anyway uh-huh. and see if they wanted to do it but it's not about do it's not about like going into it I thought it's not about like whoever's gonna drop the oxygenator dies because they're gonna be so close to the that's what it is mm-hmm. wait i thought you said that it was because they were gonna be people that knew that it, so if i use it then people are gonna go there's this thing called the oxygenator we need to get more information and we need to have but, him build another one when you go with it it is just dis- you destroy it you get it so close because you're there with it that it gets destroyed this is not, this is, you're making that up. I think that's in the question. The day after the monster's <laughs> rampage. Okay, so you're in the lab. Okay, so the the fiancé and the lover say your oxygen g- destroyer is the only way to kill the monster. But it would... But to use it would mean unveiling this awesome new power, a force more destructive than the hydrogen bomb upon the world. If the oxygen destroyer is to be used, it must only be used once. You will perish along with the monster ensuring that your horrible and destructive weapon dies with you thank you so that's what i've been saying okay yeah then i would get someone that wanted to do that (laughs) i would i would get someone who wanted to give their life to that because you wouldn't you don't think that you would want to no yeah i believe that this dilemma also shows up in godzilla um versus kong which i i liked that movie a lot when was wait, that? When was Godzilla versus Kong? Oh wait, no, that's 2020. What's the Godzilla movie I liked? Was that just Godzilla with like Matthew Broderick in it? It or was that- um Godzilla. I know people are screaming right now. It was the Godzilla with the hot guy. It was like 2016. Oh, you mean King Kong? Kong. King, King, King Kong? No, it was Kong a, Skull Island. It, it was a Godzilla. Um, it was a Godzilla. It was. It came out. <laughs> Godzilla movie. <laughs> Godzilla King of Monsters. Godzilla. Uh, is it twenty fourteen? Yes, with Elizabeth Olsen. What? Yeah, there was a Godzilla that came out with Elizabeth Olsen, Brian Cranston. What? Yeah, Aaron Taylor Johnson. And I believe there's a similar situation in this where someone has to, like, fly into Godzilla's mouth. Okay, yeah, then I would definitely get someone that that was really into the cause and like wanted to do that or like someone in the army or something and you don't think if you're you're not really putting yourself in the shoes of this character though that you are this scientist yeah but i am because i don't want like i it would be another thing if i created godzilla or like it was my fault godzilla was around yeah 
but it's not. I just happen to have the thing that's needed to kill him. Why do I have to go down? Yeah, like maybe a soldier who had signed up to kind of, you know, give their lives in a situation like this. Say that one more time. I was reading an email. I said maybe a sol- maybe a soldier would want to do it. Yeah, or someone that just like had a vendetta against Godzilla, like yeah. someone whose maybe family had been mutilated from this Godzilla's death grip. You know, like right. he came walking down their street, stepped on their house, and then the guy is like, "You know what? I want to kill this goddamn thing." well what if godzilla had stepped on your house trick not real i don't have a house (laughs) i live underground (laughs) anyway i highly suggest the godzilla movie that came out in 2014 yeah i really liked it actually elizabeth olsen she doesn't get enough work I think she does. She's in um, some of those other comics. She's in the Marvel movies, but she plays the... the, She she doesn't have much to say in them. They don't give her a lot. Really? Yeah, yeah, that's true. No, she had a bigger part in one of the more recent ones where she... okay. What's her name? Elizabeth Olsen. She really is so talented. She's so talented. I Um, wonder if her sisters will ever get back to acting. I don't think they want to. I I think they're they're, they're fashionistas... Yeah, you don't think they'll... Oh, she's in The Avengers. Yeah, she's in all those, but she plays... Who does she play? What's the, like... Um, um, I don't know. Like, Fire Girl? Or... Yeah, it's like Bow and Arrow Lady. No, no it's like Stargaze. Yeah. Starstruck. <laughs> Starstrike. <laughs> what would your Avenger be? Ooh. Well, I want to be Captain Marvel. You could. You could be. I honestly loved that movie so much because as I was watching it, I was like, I could do this. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. And there's a really great fight scene. They play. It's all set in the 90s. So there's a lot of like 90s music and 90s nostalgia. But, um, you know, which we, we see a lot of these days. But anyway, there's this really cool fight scene and they play No Doubt's Just a Girl. Wow. How and, interesting. Yeah. So I liked, what I did cool, like that. cool choice. It kind of got me despite myself. I was kind of like, wow. Um, so we have a, before we do a listener big one, we have a follow up about the w- girl that worked at the bear. <gasps> I'm dying to hear. So this is, if you guys recall, last week when we were talking to Mark, we did a listener big one about a woman that worked at a bear sanctuary that was having some problems with a coworker who was not um who was kind of uh tattletaling on everyone tattletelling tattletaling uh yeah on everyone and going to the boss and like saying but she wasn't doing her work she wasn't doing anything she was told to do well and carol but carol thought she was being bullied also yeah but everyone was like just like asking her to do the work she was supposed to be doing and she was just she was being a real jerk okay so anyway this is the little follow-up this came in hi there my friend and i both listened to the podcast today and i really wanted to say thank you for picking my email you all gave really great advice and we are going to start keeping track of carol that's right because we did say that you need to start documenting when she does things so that you can have a sound argument when you go to your boss yes and then when you go to court you mm-hmm. need to know what she had for breakfast what yeah. she had for lunch what mm-hmm. time she takes her poo <laughs> <laughs> i made sure not to mention where i worked specifically and i laughed when the first thing maria said was maybe it's Arizona." <laughs> i do work at Arizona. As a thank you, my friend and I wanted to say if you are ever in the area or want to visit the park, you and your guests are always welcome. I'll give you a free one-on-one with the bear. That's 30 minutes of whatever you want to do with the bear. No witnesses. Wow. (laughs) I just made that part up. Oh, my God. (laughs) You thought that was real? I thought that was real. Did she say I could see the bear by myself? Um, Yeah, she said, you and your guests are always welcome. Oh, but not Um, 30 minutes with the bear, though. No, no, no. (laughs) She said, if you want, let us know and you can come free of charge. And we can get you some behind-the-scenes tours, too. Oh, my God. Maybe we could, um, you know, do some cuddling. Yeah. Thank you again. That well, thank you. Okay, so now it's time for our little dear big one, dear big ones, listener big ones, dear big ones. Okay, 
You can read it. Oh, okay. Hello. Hi. I recently found your podcast and have been enjoying it so much. Sorry if this is something you have already covered, but here's my little big one. Okay. Oh boy, hopefully I can make it brief. I am an engaged man and am getting married this summer. Congrats. For the past two years, I have been friends with co-worker of mine. Let's call her Susan. Over this time, Susan, with her wife, have also become friends with my fiancé, who we will call Lilith. Lilith is from another state and does not have many friends where we live, and therefore Susan and her wife are among her closest friends in the area, though they never hang out or speak independent of me. So a couple months ago, Susan has professed her love for me and made sexual advances during after work drinks one night <gasps> nothing happened as i would never cheat on my fiance but i did admit that had susan and i both been single we would very easy pursue a relationship mm. it has been a couple months and i have basically ignored that night and have continued as a friend to susan but now lilith is looking to have susan become a part of her wedding nope. party nope what do I do? Do I keep this a secret and bear the secret awkwardness? Or do I tell Lilith and ruin one of her only friendships she has? What about Susan's wife? I would appreciate any insight you could provide. Cheers. Let's call me Bert. I feel like a Bert. Oh, my God. P.S. You may enjoy checking out an old board game called Scruples. Okay. I remember playing as a kid in a friend's basement, asking each other very dated and mature moral questions and having a lot of fun. Oh, Wow, we'll have to look into that. Okay, no, we've not covered this exactly. This is really wild. At first, my instinct was like, I thought I knew for sure what you had to do, Uh but now I've gotten a little bit confused. You're saying that Susan and Lilith are friends and they're not. Because Lilith thinks Susan is a friend and she's not. So she's not a real friend. I know. I mean, this is, I have a couple questions about like the details of what happened that night. How drunk was Susan? Okay. It does matter to me because it was after work hours. She couldn't have been that drunk. It was just after work. I know. Was this a Friday though? Right? I mean, this is. I'm thinking Wednesday, but yeah, it could have been a Friday. This is what I'm wondering. If she was. At like a taqueria. This is the thing though. She was so wasted that she doesn't remember it. Or no, she remembers. She remembers. It. Who did he say that? Who did he admit to though that if they were single at the same time, they could they would be together? Is that something he? No, he didn't say that to Susan. He was I admitting think that to us. He, he said. He said. Let me look. Um. Hold on, I don't know where I put it. Okay. Oh, uh, wait. I, uh, no, wait. Oh, wait. Um, hold on. Okay, I found it. But I did admit, I did admit that had Susan and I both been single, we would very easy pursue a relationship. He said it to Susan, I think. That's not good, Bert. That's not good. And so Susan is now, so you did the right thing by not hooking up with Susan, um but oh uh, yeah obviously because that's not cool but i don't think susan respects your relationship and you're getting married so you don't want susan around I no think- you susan's out sorry susan is out do you want to have a successful marriage or do you want to be friends with susan that's your choice susan's out susan's gone you think but now he's got to come clean to his fiance. And say, like, I actually, like, kept this from you? No, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. But I I don't, I can't speak on that. That's, like, really. (sighs) He should, Bert, why didn't you say, why why did Susan do this? (laughs) I know. Susan's crazy. She's the devil. Susan's the devil. But then how now? Okay, so say he doesn't say what exactly happened. How does he break it to Lilith that Susan's just not going to be around anymore? I just wonder how things were left between Bert and Susan. Was Susan embarrassed? Was she apologetic? If Susan wasn't apologetic and there's this like fiery sexual tension there. I don't think this is what I think happened because he says it's been a 
a couple months and I have basically ignored that night and have continued as a friend to Susan. What I think happened was Susan and Bert were at the Taqueria, 6.30 p.m., margaritas till 7, you know, half price. They were two in or whatever. He, she just got a little bit too comfortable and she said something along the lines of I love like honest to God Bert I love you I've loved you since the moment we so how does he describe it exactly does he say what she says he said he said a couple months ago Susan had has professed her love for me and made sexual advances see that's what I'm worried about during after work drinks one night and it sounds like he works with Susan. Nothing happened. Yes. As I would never cheat on my fiance, but I did admit. Sorry to interrupt. Your friends with the packing penis is here and I don't know where they are. <laughs> what? Oh my God. Did someone take them? I don't know. Oh my God. Wait, I guess they, they were taken. Oh my god. What? Who are packing? Who's packing peanuts? Okay, so what I'm going to tell you guys happened right now is Matt came in frantic saying to Amanda, your friend with the packing peanuts is here. But then Amanda said, well, someone must have taken them. And now she's talking to a woman outside. And now she's apologizing profusely. The girl outside is saying, it's okay. Don't worry. She's saying, my kids need it for a science project. Amanda's basically sobbing. Oh, my God. I can't believe this. And now Amanda's walking back and she's saying, she's saying she feels so bad. So someone took, so a man took the, the man took them. Okay, here she comes. So, well, what happened? I so I was I I told everyone what what I had seen. Now, can you give your perspective on what happened? <laughs> I feel horrible. So this woman came from. I don't know. So, okay. So this is this whole saga. A couple of weeks ago, my sister asked me. She had all these huge bags of packing peanuts and he, bunch of cardboard boxes she was like hey amanda can you drop these off at this i i want to donate these to this museum this kids museum this like craft place in pasadena um and i was like okay sure like i'll drop them off for you and so i went to drop them off and they didn't know what i was talking about and they weren't accepting donations it turns out that i went to the wrong place mm. so i'm like okay whatever so that they've now been in my car a few weeks and it's like filling my whole car with all these crazy packing peanuts so this is just also lesson learned like don't accept a favor like this because it's just i'm not the person who can like take a bunch of junk and dispose of it it's going to be in my car for four months okay okay anyway so then i finally looked up the place she actually wanted me to take them and on the website it says they don't accept packing peanuts and cardboard boxes so now i'm stuck with this crap in my car so i posted on next door the neighborhood app anyone want packing peanuts and this woman um, she said, oh, I live in the neighborhood. I'm a, I'm doing an art project with my class. I'm a teacher and we can use these packing peanuts. And I go, great, I'll leave them out front for you. She didn't want the boxes. So this other guy wanted the boxes. He goes, I'm moving. I'll take the boxes. Oh. I go, great, I'll leave them out front for you. I come home this afternoon. Oh. Everything's gone. I figure they've both come by. Well, the woman just showed up and it turns out the guy took the packing peanuts. <sighs> Do you know who the guy is? I mean, you could tell her where the guy is and have her just go pick up the packing peanuts. But this isn't my question. I feel bad. You know, I felt bad. There's nothing to feel bad about. You told them this is on the man who stole them. I I think I just need to let it go. I hope those kids can do their art project. (laughs) I (laughs) I feel bad, but it's not something I can deal with right now. Fair. They were free. I wasn't selling them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just one of those things. Someone took them. So this man, yes, this man took them. Just like Susan <laughs> took away Bert's innocence. Man, I will say I'm having, I feel horrible though. No, don't. This isn't your fault at all. You, so you, this is not your fault at all. This is, this is Susan's fault. <laughs> but wouldn't you want to know if someone you thought was your friend had hit on your fiance? Yes. 
I know. But he didn't tell her right off the bat. So now he's in deep doo-doo. I know, Bert. You've put yourself in a pickle. Because Susan did the first bad thing, and then you didn't... See, I, you know, if something like that happened to me, I'd go straight from when that happened, I'd go straight to my significant other, and I'd go, you're not going to believe what happened to me tonight. Even if it was someone he was friends with? He, uh, more so. More so. I know. I think it is the right thing to do. I just think... You know, I think there might be a way to, um, yeah, I do think he needs, he can't have a conversation with Susan. It's just more sneakiness. I don't, I think, I mean, what I, this is what I would like for myself. And then he can take that however he wants. I would want to know as the fiance that the Susan woman had done this. And I know it's been a couple months and I'd be mad that you hadn't told me right off the bat, but if you're literally saying nothing happened and I didn't want to make a big deal about it. But now that you're getting closer with Susan, I yeah. think you just need to know. I, I hate to yeah. do this. I mean, and let's just get it out in the open. I mean, as much as I, I hate that and you're you, she's probably going to be mad at you. Yeah, she's going to be mad. But nothing. The thing is, if she loves you and trusts you that, and nothing really did happen, then it, you know, it'll all be fine. I hope. But you all need to set up boundaries with Susan, I think. Well, no, you need to just forget Susan. Now Susan's gone. Susan's, there's going to be a fire on Susan's lawn once Lilith finds out. Yeah, it's so true. And I know, you know what? Yeah, I would. But it's just not, Susan's put you in this position. This is not cool. She's, she's not a good person to be around. Susan is not healthy for your relationship. And no. at this point, you're just entering into a marriage. That needs to be your first priority. Yeah. And you need to start off on solid ground. And you do not. You, Yeah. You, you, you just I'd say come clean and just this is you have nothing to hide. The only thing that you should feel sorry about to her or apologize to is keeping it from her for so long. But even that just being like it wasn't a big thing at the time i brushed it off as nothing but now i see that to hat for for you to think that she was a good part in our lives would be a lie yeah i think that's what you have to do god damn it <laughs> well no it's pretty it just sucks yeah but you need to also check in with yourself and make sure that you're kind of putting up healthy boundaries and mm -hmm. within your female relationships yeah, but Susan's married. Yeah, that's not good. This is... I, I think you do need to come clean to your fiancé. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Bert. Just do it. Just rip the Band-Aid off. Yep. And do it. And Yeah, do it. Yeah, just... And she's going to be mad. But she's going to be more mad at Susan. Yeah. Well, guys... This has been a crazy episode. It's raining. It is? Yeah, it's coming down. It is? Yes. I don't see it. Amanda, look harder. See it. Amanda, look harder. I am looking hard. I, it's Amanda, not look raining. harder. It's not raining. Amanda, look above the roof. I, I do not see any rain. Amanda, <laughs> look. Look. No, girl, it's not raining. Yes, it is. Uh, should I put my hand out there? It's 100% raining. Very lightly raining, but like not, it's like a mist. It's not even really No, raining. I'm seeing it's coming down. Anyway. I don't know what to tell you. Anyway, um, well, this has been fun. I'm glad we did an episode. Mm -hmm. And uh, tune back in. I think we're going to do a couple more episodes, guys, for this season to wrap up cinema 
big ones. Cinema big ones. And then we're going to come back at you when we launch Erios with a whole new mm-hmm, season. Mm-hmm. So you have that to look forward to. But don't worry. There's still a few more. And of course, as ever, if you're a Patreon subscriber, that is constant content. One dollar. Low is one dollar. You could be a Patreon subscriber and you could get two more episodes a month. We've been doing it for almost a year. So there's tons and tons of episodes on there. Yeah. To, to scratch your itch. We've got it. Mm-hmm. So that's and and don't forget to rate and review us. We already said this at the beginning, but we're saying it again at the end. Deal with it. And thank you so much for listening and write in with your big ones and your little big ones and your dear big ones and everything in between. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening to The, the Big Ones. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.